today here we are man our first i want to say this is like our first full week of 2022 um and we and there's already been some interesting rumors that are starting to kind of permeate through the games industry so me and dc decided that we thought it'd be a good time to do a, a predictions episode for the gaming industry uh, we did one last year if i remember right for 2021 I got to go back and see how close we were to some of our predictions, but I think this one's going to be a little bit looser, not just like, oh, I think this game is going to come out here or this game's going to get delayed. I think those are really just, I don't want to say boring, but they're expected. So we, we might have some different type of predictions for the industry as a whole. And I think it's just going to be fun, man. Um, DC, if you want to go ahead and get us jumped off the cliff with one, man, I'd love to hear what you have, uh, what are your what are, what's one of your predictions for this year, man? You can start top to bottom, doesn't matter. You know what you got for me, man? What you got for the audience? Well, first of all, I'm gonna start off with the obvious one that I'm pretty sure me and you probably had this on our list for sure. I know we do, but let's start off with God Award Ragnarok. Mm. I think it's getting delayed. That's mm. one of my predictions. I'm gonna I'm gonna die on that hill. I had argued with hardcore um, God of War fans on Twitter. They cursed me and banished me to the depths of hell. But <laughs> I told them this. Now look at it like this. I don't look at it as a negative. I understand the hype for this game. I really do. And to me, it's just not being selfish. I'm like, I want the consumer to have a great gaming experience as well as the developer's you know, having a correct amount of time to make the game that we want. Now, if pushing it back and delaying it is going to give us a better game, then obviously I champion that. I'm all for it, man. Like, push it back because what do we just talk about? Like, we can we can go back to Cyberpunk. We can talk about Halo now as much as people... I slowly see people coming out of their honeymoon phase with Halo and people are starting to state some of the things that we talked about on our Halo episode. And I feel like what you said, if uh, Halo probably needed another good year to bake, and I feel like with Ragnarok, I feel like just off the simple fact that they're so quiet with it that I feel like it's crunch time for them. I, I know for a fact that they're probably over there dying like those developers are probably working crazy hours right now and man just spread it just spread the butter if you need to push it back man don't be killing the devs you know don't on social media leave those guys alone come on guys like grow the hell up give them time man i'm all for it man especially with a series like ragnarok and the god of war series alone is one of those prestige series that everyone loves and if it takes some time, if it get delayed, me personally, I'm not going to be mad. But I know people in the community are going to be a little disappointed. But that's one of my predictions, man. I just, I have a gut feeling that that game is going to get pushed back. I like that. I, I And that was one I had with some caveats. Um, I have, I'm a couple of lines of thought when it comes to God of War and just Sony in general for this year because... You know, as of as of now, we're not really sure what the slate of first person 
games outside of Horizon, I believe, that we know of. Um, or first, first party, I said first person. First party games that we know of that Sony's actually releasing this year. Um, I think it's going to go one of two ways. If Sony doesn't have, I don't think there's no way they don't have a large first party game releasing in the fall. So, you know, I assumed we were going to get uh, Horizon, you know, next month. We're going to get that next month. And then either we'll get God of War late late 2022 I'm, th I'm talking like maybe december or they'll push it out and replace it with something else i did have a theory about what that one thing could be because i don't know if you remember naughty dog was working on a multiplayer component for last of us 2 that they eventually split off from the game just to get the game out the door and um as far as i know they're still working on that and I think that project is probably grown a little bit and turned into something a little bit more fleshed out than what the original multiplayer was. So I think we could either get, either get that or, I mean, I, I forget when, I don't, does Gran Turismo have a uh, release date? Do you know? Yes, it does. Um, it's like in the summertime, right? Or am I right? Because um, I don't man. imagine that's going to come out in the fall. That's not, they're not going to put Gran Turismo up against Forza. They rarely do. Um, I just saw that. Hold on, let me see if I can pull it up real quick. I just saw. Um, it's saying March the fourth. Okay, so yeah, so we're getting that early in the year. Um, Insomniac—they're not releasing any more games for the. I think until next year. I, th I don't even think. Yeah, I don't think Spider-Man comes out till 2023. Of course, they just launched Miles Morales last year. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't know, man. You know, before they released that trailer last year, I was I was sure it was going to get pushed out. I think if it does make it, it'll be like very, very end of the year. And I do agree that, you know, they're definitely probably, I mean, I, I can almost be certain they're either pump, pumping a lot of resources into the game or they're trying to take their time to make sure it stands up to the original. Because no matter what, people are going to compare that game to the original one or the original reboot, rather. And I just, I don't see Sony letting Microsoft have a runway of titles uh, in the fall because as far as we know, you know, Microsoft has a pretty strong slate with with the new Forza and Starfield coming out in the fall. I mean, th those two are pretty big heavy hitters for them. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm kind of inclined to agree with you on that. Like I said, if they, if they have something else to plug into that fall lineup, I mean, because Sony does a really good job of, of locking up third-party exclusives, but... You know, they usually try to hit something pretty huge in the fall. Um, and if it does get pushed out, I don't imagine it'll get pushed out farther than spring of 2023. Because the first God of War came out in March of 2018, if I remember correctly. So I think they'll, they'll try to keep that strategy going. Um, but yeah, man, I do I do enjoy, I, I do like that theory. Like God of War is definitely going to be a, a big game no matter when it releases. Um, but hey, what's going on, Mike? Thank you for stopping by, dude. Welcome to the podcast, man. Um, but yeah, I do like that prediction, man. That was definitely one I had on my list, man. I'm going to counter with one that I'm sure you thought about to some degree. Um, and I know this franchise is very near and dear to your heart. Um, I predict that Rockstar is going to start teasing Grand Theft Auto 6 this year. And it's going to release late 2023. My, <laughs> my reason being, you know, it's been about what four or five years since uh it's been yeah it's been about four years since red dead redemption 2 
and there was about five years between Grand Theft Auto Five and Red Dead Redemption Two. And of course, you know, we've had all those rumors of GTA Six for the last few months. Uh, you know that it's going to be in Vice City. That you know there's going to be multiple uh, characters, main characters again. Like I think it's time that they're going to start to tease that. Um, my hope, and I don't know if this is going to happen, right? But my hope for GTA Six is that. At least, I mean, because we know they're going to continue GTA Online. I hope that they give that, either give it a facelift or give GTA Online its proper sequel. You know what I mean? Like a, a GTA Online 2.0, if you will, where you have updated graphics, you're in whatever city it's going to be based out of. I'm more inclined to think it's going to be Vice City. Like, I, I really do think it's going to be Vice City. Um, And I hope that they really don't get lost in the sauce of not releasing DLC for the story, the main story, because that's some of my favorite content mm -hmm. from the, from the, from, uh, four, um, I think rockstar does incredibly good DLC. They don't typically do it for a lot of their games, but you know, I, I just truly believe we're going to get a tease for GTA six this year. Um, even if it's not during what would, would be E3 this year. I mean, we could kind of talk about that too. I mean, the, the news that came out about E3 the other day, uh, we could definitely, uh, go through that we can pick up on that story if we have time but yeah man I, I just i see it this year you know maybe not a trailer or if they do a teaser trailer or just screenshots like they typically do like the concept art that sizzle real stuff you know i i think that's can what I, we're gonna get this year man can i add to your your prediction yeah absolutely, absolutely. all right that's a oof. <laughs> i would love to see it not gonna lie do i think we're gonna see it I'm just so skeptical because you know my love affair with that game. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I want to add to that prediction. The the protagonist in the game will be a female or a lady. Sorry, ladies. Lady. Okay. It will be a lady. That would be awesome. And, and, oh, what was my other? Oh, I had another prediction for the game too. But... I would love to see them mix it up. I would love to see them have a lady's like starring role. I think that would be something different for the series. I think that there's a lot of interesting things you can do with that from playing from a lady's perspective. And, oh, my other prediction is, I think what they're going to end up doing with uh, GTA Online, since it is um, one of the big earners for Rockstar, is when the new one comes out, they may possibly merge um, worlds. Because, I mean, uh, they have okay. to do it now. I think they're going to... Um, I think they're going to... My prediction here would be for them to kind of, like... They'll still have, like, Los Santos and whatever, but whatever city they choose to use next, I think it's just going to expand the map. And it's, it's going to be kind of a, almost in a MMO like format, I would say. That's just my prediction could be totally off, but I am predicting that the switch up is real and I we will see a lady in the near future. Even, even if it's not the main character, it will be one of the main like side characters. Like maybe if they do um multiple characters again, uh -huh. then she will be one of them. But I think that would be a good switch up for uh, Rockstar. I think they would. I think what it is with Rockstar is I think with their kind of humor and their takes on society, because that's all GTA is really is. 
like a whole bunch of different takes on society and kind of making fun of it. Yeah. I feel like it's easier for them to do that with uh, dude, like characters, because it's kind of a tricky slope when you're dealing with the ladies, you know, but I think they can pull it off and it can be kind of, it could be tasteful. It could be tastefully done and funny. And I would love to see them try to take an attempt at it. I would like to see that. That could definitely be interesting, man. I just, you know, it's, and I, I have to commend Rockstar for at least, they don't really have like a lot of leaks when it comes to their games. It, you, you, it's really stuff that ends up being rumors or speculation. You don't have like full blown GTA six map on YouTube or, you know, Reddit or somewhere, you know, I, I always like, I always like that when we finally see the product it's on their terms. And I think that, you know, they've been quiet for a number of years on that front. Um, yeah, it's usually boss for the win predictions. It's like somebody give that guy a job because I swear he's been covering GTA contests since the beginning of time, man. It's have... usually those type of rumors that yeah, it's something in the background. Or like right now, they're saying that the trilogy has uh, Easter eggs for the new GTA in the background. It's always something just weird, man. You know, it's never like you said... Um, Oh man, somebody didn't. Uh, what is it? Data mine this. Yeah, or this. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, man, the dark web has went into Rockstar Studio and took some game. It's never nothing weird like that. So we'll see. Yeah, man, that's a. Uh, I think that's gonna be a uh, interesting one for the year. I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna highlight that one because I'm gonna try to keep my eye on that. But all right, man, what you got? What else you got? What else you got? All right, so my next one. <sighs> I'm looking on my list here because I actually have a list. Um, I'm just going to pick some random ones. Oh, we already talked about big time delays. I'm going to go with a big push in the VR world. I think we're going to start seeing a lot of, I think we're going to see a lot of VR pushing and with, with the tech that we have and all this talk of the metaverse and all this other stuff. And I think, didn't Oculus just come out with their, their new one? Uh, The Oculus 2, Oculus Quest 2, I think, yes. Yeah, like three, two ninety nine, three hundred dollars $300. Oh, yeah. I'm buying something this year. For my birthday, I think I'm going to get an Oculus for my birthday. Nice. Um, but, yeah, we're going to see a lot in the VR space. I think there's a lot of potential to grow there. I think there's a lot of potential to do cool things. I just found out from a friend the other day that owns an Oculus that you can attend NBA games. Like they have a license. Really? That's actually you pretty can, cool. You can sit courtside at uh, NBA games with it. Like it's very, and he said it looks crazy, but everyone that I know I've spoken with on online and stuff who owns the, uh, the Oculus, I'm not sure if they were speaking on the new one or the old one, mm -hmm. but they they love it they they said that the tech is way better now and then with the new oculus it doesn't have cords so that's a big thing like you literally can it's more freedom of movement and motion now because you're not stuck with these cords anymore yeah so very true that plugging into that actually plugs into another one of my predictions but we'll talk about that afterwards but there's a lot of VR space being purchased. I don't know if people are keeping up with that, 
I believe Snoop just bought like <laughs> a mansion in the metaverse and people <laughs> and people are dying to try to live next to him. So, Crazy, you know, man. you have like meta realtors. Like it's insane right now. Like it's crazy, man. Um, and it's just, it's it's something that I'm really looking forward to. My brother think it's like the end of days. He's one of those, like, <laughs> crazy people. Oh dear. My thing, my one of my wild predictions will be to add on to this one is, I really do think once people, I think people are slowly. This is going to be like the future. Like, there's going to be like metaverse dating, um, all kinds of things. Metaverse uh, movie events. Can you imagine just all of us at home? We put on our headsets and we go see the latest uh, Marvel movie. We're in a theater. We're avatars. We're looking at each other, laughing. We're watching the movie. Like things like that. All that stuff is going to be. I predict you're going to see a slow rollout and 2022 you're going to start seeing and put think about it with the pandemic with everybody supposedly supposed to be their ass in the house right this would be the perfect time for companies and that tech to kind of make that move like hey you know be safe at home you could watch a movie at home with your friends just have an oculus blah 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 you know what i'm saying so yeah absolutely right now is the time for them to kind of make that push with this tech and i believe we are going to see it in 2022. And Mike, uh, we see you. Just give us one second. I, I see your questions over there, man. I have some thoughts on his comment. Yeah. Let's answer Mike's question over here. You can oh, yeah. go ahead. Um, Yeah, man. I swear, bro. We, we kind of, I tell you guys, great minds think alike because I had VR and AR on my list as well for predictions for this year. And I think you really hit the nail on the head and you had a lot of fantastic points there where... You know, VR has been kind of in the gaming space for roughly 10 years, going going on close to 10 years now, man. And you're really starting to see that point where the barrier to entry is getting a lot more affordable and accessible to the average consumer. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's incredibly important for new spaces and technology to be developed, to be developed. I mean, uh, Sony even announced details they didn't announce like a release date or anything like that but they announced details for the psvr2 which is i think it's going to come out this year i think we're going to get a holiday push for that i think that's going to be one of sony's biggest initiatives this year um you know i'm just looking at a couple of specs here um for these different headsets out here these vr headsets out here um yeah the quest 2 is um it's completely cordless or it's optional rather and you have the Valve Index, you have, and I think the Valve Index, the Quest, and the PSVR 2 are going to be the three mainstream ones. There are other VR headsets out there, but those are a little bit, I don't want to, I want to say like less mainstream and probably require a little bit more setup, you know, whereas the Quest and the Valve Index are, are pretty much plug and play here. And I really love that, that you said that, man. I And I also want to add on to that. I think AR is going to be a, a pretty big component of of entertainment as well over the next couple of years. Um, as a matter of fact, I actually kind of mentioned this um, the other day when I was uh, in that interview I told you about. I think we're going to get to the point where you're going to have like, you're going to have attractions in theme parks where you can go and you can experience something in VR, AR, these, enhan these enhanced experiences through the internet, through the power of the internet, through the power of technology. 
And whether people want it or not, or you you know, it's a doomsday scenario, like DC said, for some others, you know, people like myself, I look at this as not just the advancement of technology, but opportunities to continue to create and innovate. Um, and I'm, I'm really excited to see where this space goes. I think eventually Xbox is gonna jump in, jump their hat into the, the arena. I mean, they're already kind of working on some AR stuff. They're, they're focusing more on AR than versus VR with, um, geez, man, I sent it to you a few months ago. Xbox. Let me look it up really quick. You're talking about the um man, I sent it to, I, I don't remember what it's called. Not space. What is it? it HoloLens. That's what it is. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, of. The HoloLens. The the mixed me the mixed reality technology they're working on for their business side, which I think is eventually gonna leak over into Xbox. I mean, there's just so many companies that are finally putting their their own spin on it and supporting the industry. I mean, even the iPhones now have that light point technology where you can use AR, um, like you can size furniture in your home without even leaving your house. Like if you find a nice table online, you can you know, like Amazon and stuff too. Yeah. So before it's, you buy something, you can see what it looks like on your floor. Like, yeah, it's, crazy. it's pretty cool to see, man. And I think you're very right. I think it's especially over the next few years, this technology is going to become pretty mainstream and a pretty big vertical of the gaming and not just the gaming industry but just entertainment industry in general um but yeah uh to answer mike to answer mike's question so guys mike asked in the chat what are what are our thoughts on the next couple of marvel games the midnight sun and wolverine so here's what i think right i think this generation is we're gonna see the return of a lot of superhero games not just Marvel in general. I mean, you have Wonder Woman, you have Gotham Knights coming out this year, you have uh, Suicide Squad coming out this year, um, as well as Insomniac developing Wolverine. And I forget the studio that's developing Midnight Sun. It's the studio that made uh, XCOM. Um, I forget the name of the studio, but I think we're at a point now, especially with what Marvel has done with the MCU. Um, certain comic books actually becoming more popular as well over the last few years. You're going to really start to see a resurgence of the superhero genre whereas before i mean we really didn't have a lot of those games i mean you only really had batman last generation that was really like the arkham series that was really prominent um because i know a lot of people when they probably think of superhero games they probably think of superman 64. it's the worst worst superhero game of all time no one's <laughs> ever gonna change my mind about that don't play it i'm not even kidding <laughs> um i think wolverine's gonna be great just because insomniac has really They've really gotten down the identity of what it means to be Spider-Man. Um, and I and I love that they have the property. I think Wolverine's going to be incredible. I hope it's a mature rated game just because of, I mean, it's Wolverine, you know what I mean? And, and I kind of get that sense from the trailer itself. Um, so hopefully they don't shy away from some of that, uh, some of the more brutal side of his character. Um, Midnight Sun. I've never played XCOM before, but I've heard great, great, great things about XCOM. So the the card the the, the card game aspect of it kind of threw me off a little bit, but I really want to see more before I kind of make a educated opinion on Midnight Sun. I mean, I'm I love superheroes, as you guys know me, man. I I'm, I love superheroes and comics and stuff, so I'm definitely excited to see more of these types of games come out because I think they're needed, especially nowadays where. You didn't really have, I mean, especially in a triple A space, you have a lot of the same kind of games being made, you know, and that's, you know, risk, risk versus reward. And I totally respect studios decisions to do that, especially 
with how expensive gaming is becoming. I mean, de game development, excuse me, is becoming. I just love to see that studios are really starting to take more risks, especially with these properties and that DC and Marvel are starting to open up their portfolio a little bit to let different studios have their own takes on these properties. So I'm, I'm excited, man, to answer your question. Very excited. Oh, definitely. And what I would be, a lot of people want to throw Spider-Man out there as the game that kind of paved the way for this resurgence in superhero games. But before, you know, Spider-Man, there was Batman, the Batman series. I would yeah, tell I agree. people, let's, let's not forget the bats. Like, you know, <laughs> that series was tough. Like with the combat, the yeah. combat was a little bit clunkier than what Spider-Man is, but without Batman's combat system, I don't think we get Spider-Man's more smooth and, you know, kind of combat style. So don't forget about the bats, man. And if you haven't played the series, I believe it's on Game Pass, if I'm correct, all all of them. I believe all of them is on Game Pass. Um, definitely a good series uh, worth looking into. Yes. And they're amazing. Yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna see a lot of I think comic books and things of that sort in general is gonna be around for a long time because they generate so much money and people of all ages. It's something that people of all ages could get into. So I don't never see the trend dying unless the games are really bad, but I doubt that. Um my thoughts on Wolverine is I think Wolverine is gonna I think Wolverine's going to be the game that pushes the envelope a little bit as far as the combat, violence, and things of that nature. I want to see what they're going to do because he has claws and he pokes people. So we, <laughs> we got to, you know, Wolverine, if it, all comic book heads know that Wolverine's he's kind of a violent guy. So we I, I want to see what they're going to do with this. And I'm excited for it, man. Um Hopefully, I well, I know I will have a PlayStation by then. I'll have a PlayStation way before that time. Yeah, so. Wolverine's far out, man. I don't, I don't expect we'll get that game. I would be shocked if we get it before 2025, honestly. I mean, because they, like I say, Insomniac right now they're working on Spider-Man, the next Spider-Man game. Um, so I don't expect they'll do a quick unless they have different teams working on this. I don't expect we'll get Wolverine 2024 at all. Like this is definitely going to be something that's going to be. You know, put your bu buckle in, guys. It's gonna be a long wait. And I just looked up the original, the X Men Origins game, Wolverine, which was really underrated in my opinion. If you guys didn't play this game, like it was fantastic. It came out on 360, PS3, um, I think PS2. Yeah, it did. Oh my gosh, it came out in 2009. So this was not too long into that generation of consoles. Um, I love this game because of the fact that. They really did a good job. And I kind of hope Insomniac does this, right? Where they had this thing where when Wolverine got injured, his healing, you would see him healing back. Like his skin and stuff would be regrowing. Like his healing factor would be going. And that would be so tough to see. Like, him. wouldn't that be awesome? Like, that would be so cool, man. Um, but yeah, man, I think, I think comic books are in a good place right now. Um, and I think that the genre, like the superhero genre is only going to get more popular. I mean, with the introduction of a lot of these Disney Plus shows and a lot of the MCU movies in DC seems like they're just blowing up everything and starting over again. I'm actually really excited for the Batman when it comes out in March. Like I'm definitely gonna go see that. 
um yeah man i think i think stuff is gonna it's definitely on the uptick and it's a genre i'm glad to see coming back so yeah um let's see you're up for the prediction let's see man this one's gonna be a little bit heavy some people aren't gonna like this one but man it's my prediction too go ahead <laughs> i guarantee i think uh nfts are gonna continue to dominate a portion of the overall gaming conversation we're gonna start to see pay to earn games become i think pay to earn games are gonna be the new mobile game genre where and when i say pay to earn guys i mean you play the game and you earn currency you know whether that's some sort of crypto or yeah it's usually like a crypto currency that you can earn while playing it and i think these games are going to continue to continue to just blow up and before the end of the year, mark my words, before the end of the year, we're going to get a game with NFTs in it. Some mainstream game's going to hit the market with NFTs attached to it. I mean, mm -hmm. it's, it's an inevitability at this point, guys. I was, you know, I know when we spoke about it on the podcast, man, I was really hesitant about it. Um, I've done, I've continued to do more research into it, man. And I think there's potential there as long as the proper safeguards are put into place, man. And that's the one thing that I always want to, want to start off with i mean nfts have pretty much unlimited potential especially when you're talking about creating a, a creator controlled economy like i imagine things like one thing um i heard on a podcast recently um in particular like call of duty um because they were talking about like the pro scene and stuff in call of duty and how it's just kind of going to shit but imagine a scene uh, uh like a nft component to call of duty where pro teams can create their own skins to sell in game and they, and they would get a portion of that revenue like let's say face clan makes their own official cdl skin and they want to put it in the game it gets approved to be put in yada 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 and then you know they kind of split the revenue on that um versus having studios create skins and and trinkets and 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 emblems and stuff like i think we could start to see that kind of stuff permeate through the industry i mean you already kind of see that like with stuff um like i look at forza horizon right where mm -hmm. you have you have car like somebody could make a really cool car shader or a car paint and then they could put it on the market and people could buy it with in-game money or they can share it you know what i mean it gets kind of i, I kind of look at nfts like that um mm -hmm. i don't i don't really look at them much like microtransactions but i think there's the potential for them to go either way and i hope they swing closer to what i'm describing versus where i think they're you know where where they a lot of people think they're going to end up the trash side of town right um but i don't think they're going anywhere um that's just my opinion uh you know, I know you you had it on your list too, man. So I want to hear what you think about this. So. Look, man, I don't want the people to think that you know this was plotted beforehand. Look at that. No, it's not. <laughs> on my phone, I can, you can't see it on my list. I swear, I had that. And when I wrote it down, I kind of figured that. I figured that you would hit on it as well, but you have such a. a positive outlook on this i try to be man i, I try bringing well, a gang around here this is why we make a dynamic duo because i am very from what i've seen i am very very skeptical right now my mind can change my mind is always open to change i'll admit when i'm wrong blah 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 whoop de boop all right but from what i'm seeing 
is I'm seeing a lot of these companies and all they, I could see the greed in their eyes. I could see the green. <laughs> I can see it. And I'm, I'm with you, man. I hope that this enhances everyone's gaming experience and don't become a become a hindrance. Right. Because we've seen this with a la loot boxes, you know, when they had to start regulating that because it was getting out of control. And I feel like if NFTs go down that route, we're going to see the same thing. Someone's going to have to step in like, hey, man, you know, this is predatorial because in these situations, usually in these messed up kind of situations, they're aiming these things toward younger adults who typically don't know better. You know, they just think like, oh, I got to have this. I want this, blah, 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 blah. Like, and it's funny that you said Horizon, uh, Forza Horizon, because you did you know that when you create a skin in Forza, it carries on to the other games? Yes. Yes, and that's exactly I why I said that. I just found that out. I was like, wow, because there's an option in the game and it's like, do you want to upload your, your skins from motor, the older motorsport or mm -hmm. um, the older horizon? And I was like, I have some old skins that that's pretty cool. I like that. But anyway, yeah. NFTs is something that I'm watching with a very big magnifying glass. I really want to see where games implement this. Because some games, like, you know, um, Ubisoft was talking about NFTs, and I was like, okay, like, how's that going to work? I could see it, like, what you said with, like, esports games, like, FPSs, like Halo and stuff. Because Halo have uh, team skins in their game. Yep. There's already team skins in there that probably can transfer over to something. But... A lot of these, like, let's just say, I'm just going to throw something out there in the wild. Um, Mario NFT. Like, what would that consist of? You know Ooh. what I'm saying? Mm. Stuff like that. Like, what would, like, all these games and stuff want to jump on this bandwagon, but it's like, I don't see everything converting into an NFT that someone may want or need. So I think people need to, I think these gaming companies and stuff really need to think about that before they jump into the space like it's like mario nfc what would i get with that like it's mario like what do you get a hat i don't know like get a mario a cool mario mustache for you know what though what if they do it for like um mario kart where you could have like different skins for different mario karts you like there's there's just so many but will that sell this thing yes yes you know, well, obviously, you know, it's so. And like I said, younger audience, younger audience, they're a little more, you know, they're a little more quick to buy things beyond us. Like, are us older folks like we're grown men? We have bills. We have we sort things out. We're like, okay, I really don't need that crap. I gotta go pay my cell phone bill or something. With with kids, it's just like. Yeah, I gotta have that. Like, they don't have as much responsibility, so their spending habits are a little bit different from what the adult spending habits would be. Because I'm not buying no Mario skin. I tell you that, <laughs> I'm not buying no NFC Mario. Nothing. Like, I there's nothing in Mario that I want that bad. Like, nothing. Now, 
a racing game or something like that, you may have me because I'll sit up here and I'll design car skins and stuff all day. Like that's that's my my bread and butter right there. But NFTs is a very 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 little sneaky little bastard, and we're gonna see what happens with them because whether you like it or not, they're here and they're only gonna grow. They're not going anywhere. Here so stay, man. It's not going anywhere, man. That's definitely. I I just you know I didn't really I I really don't even look at it like a prediction, right? But it's something I felt needed to be said because we would be fools to not mention it. So yeah, man. What you got, man? What's next? What you got? This is fun. I mean, you, took, uh, you took my NFT one. I had that was my big three. So I guess I'll go into my reserve, my reserve bucket here. <laughs> See, you always look, podcasters, everyone in the world, always make sure you got a backup plan. You never know. So my next prediction is going to be Starfield. Hmm. What you got for Starfield? Starfield is going to come out. If it comes out November the 11th, like it's supposed to, now, my mind could change on this, but from what we've seen, which is very little, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Starfield might have the cyberpunk effect. Oh, no. He said it. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to say, oh, no. I think cause this is one of those titles that has a lot of hype behind it. There's a lot of, like, yeah. there's a lot of hype, and believe it or not, if Believe it or not, because I know some people like, what? Yes, Starfield has a cult following, and there's a lot of hype behind the game. And I I don't know, man. They, like, look, my predictions can change because they can show a demo tomorrow that will completely blow my mind. But I don't, mm. I think this game is going to come out and it's going to be a fixer upper. It's going to be like an old 89 uh, Caprice Broham Chevy. <laughs> it's going to be an old fixer upper, man. It's going to be an old fixer. Um, I hope not. I really hope not. I don't wish bad on the game, but I'm just going by the, the radio silence. Like, there's not, and that's very, that's not very like Bethesda either. You know, they're usually a little more out there with their projects. And I think this game is just kind of like, eh, you know, but I'm hoping that they're being silent and then they just drop a bomb. Like, yo, shut up. Like, look, this is what we've been doing. And then they drop the game and the game is fire because I've been actually looking into the game. Yeah. I'm at the point in my life where I'm off FPSs right now. I always return. We got like a really bad relationship, but like right now, I'm tired of shooting games. I'm, I really am. I've started a, a Minecraft server like the other day. Nice. That's how it is. I'm actually enjoying <laughs> my time in uh, Minecraft land. And I used to talk so much crap about people who played Minecraft. I'm going to be transparent with y'all. I used to get on y'all bad. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I'm having fun in, in Minecraft town. I'm building my little house. You know, I'm just it's one of those games where you have a little bourbon and a cigar and you just chill. Turn on some music. It's a fun game, Chill. right? It's actually pretty fun, man. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And then when you play with friends and you build a little town, I want to eventually get to that point. But anyway, yeah, man. Um, my 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 pessimistic prediction for Starfield: we may see the cyberpunk. Uh, you know, 
I'm not inclined to disagree with your prediction whatsoever because a because it is your prediction, and you know we're not here to try to talk out talk each other out of those. And it, it did come, you know, Starfield actually did come across my mind the other day um, when I was looking into this stuff, and I don't really have high expectations for Bethesda games because I, you know, you guys know me, man. I've actually never really played a Fallout game before '76, and. I didn't really enjoy 76 when I, you know, gave it a world. It was okay. It's just a lot of stuff felt kind of clunky and outdated to me. And that's and that's something I felt was what, you know, what was going to be the case. Because one comment re- that really sticks out in my head um, that was made by Todd Howard. And I don't know if he was just joking or not. You know, Todd's a pretty lighthearted guy. You know, he's, you know, he, he likes to have a good time in his interviews, but... Uh, he made the comment something to the effect of that Starfield is going to be kind of like Skyrim in space. And that's, that's where my prediction comes <laughs> from. But I, I'll let you cook and then I'm going to explain. Yeah, that, that just kind of worries me, man, because, you know, those games to me just seem very deliberate in in the moves you make and the things that you do. And I just I I, I have high hopes for it. I'm going to play it without any real expectations going into it and i think maybe it'll ease the pain if it's not so great for me because um you know you guys know of course i had the highest expectations in the world for cyberpunk you know i was championing the game i was thinking oh man this is gonna be the best game in the last five ten years you know i was doing all of that man and i ended up with egg on my face so (laughs) i just i i hope for the best with that game that's all i can say but i'm not inclined to disagree at all with your prediction but let me add to that because because of what you said the skyrim in space this is why this is on my prediction list because i feel like instead of making something more innovative Mm. and cool and Mm. crazy futuristic i feel like bethesda in this moment may suffer from the ubisoft effect of we got a format and we're going to stick to it Right. And I think that's going to bite them in the butt with this game because people really are looking for a new experience from Bethesda. Like, I don't think they should go in with that attitude of making a Skyrim. Like you said, he's a cheeky dude. He may have just been blurting something out, being funny. But I really hope that that's not the case. And also, I feel like with the... the, the um with the, the things that they're trying to do with this game. And if they're still using like um, the engine, the same engine and all that stuff. Well, they said, well, not to cut you off, they they did say that they're using the next gen version. Of, they're calling it the Creation Engine 2. So they 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 went and said that they upgraded the engine. This was the, the biggest update to the, the game engine they've done. That's a Specifically problem. for this game. No, I don't, I don't think so. I, I think it's good that they're updating their tools to be a lot more modern but i do i I agree with what you just said like i don't want bethesda to to keep making the same essentially the same game over and i don't want to say over and over again but they have like people know bethesda games when they see them you know they have that particular brand that style to their games people know their games Mm-hmm. And I really hope that this is an evolution of everything they've learned over the last, what, 20, 25 years they've been we doing this? Hope. We could hope, right? Yeah, I, that's all I can do, man. <laughs> let me let me counter that. Let me counter that. They're upgrading their systems and stuff. Thumbs up. 
y'all need to it's needed my thing is when you're going through something like that it's never really an easy just oh we're upgrading no. you're trying to create a game with a system that you're not so familiar with which in turn is going to cause all kind of bugs and all kinds of stuff so like once again i don't want to be pessimistic i want the best for those guys i hope this game is everything that everyone wants but then we have to talk realistically here because if they're upgrading their systems and stuff and they're using these new systems to create this game there could be a potential for problems and that's why i'm saying that this game can it may not be as drastic as the problem cyberpunk had but there will definitely be a, a, a rough launch and i'm pretty sure they can bounce back from it um Shout out to the modern community who loves to fix all these crazy games, but they are the unsung heroes of the world. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, man. So with them uh, boosting up their systems and stuff, I, we, I mean, the gaming community as a whole, I'm sure everyone's excited for that, but hopefully this becomes uh, a smooth turnout for them. But I'm watching Starfield because I want to see what Bethesda can do outside of the work that they've already put in, the games that they already have. I've played the Fallouts. Um, I had Skyrim. I didn't put... Once I beat Skyrim, I kind of... I was done with it. I'm, I wasn't one of those people who had to find every dungeon and all this stuff. Like, once yeah. I got the dragon armor and once I beat the main quest, uh, I did a few side missions. I was done with it. Um, and not because it was, it's not to say anything bad about the game. It's just, I was playing about five games at the time. So once I beat it, I was done with it. But sure. yeah, that would be one of my predictions. Star, I would say my prediction would be Starfield has a rough launch. There you go. I respect that, man. And maybe, man, hopefully uh, Papa Phil brought them big X bucks in there to, you know, help them figure, figure those things out. But we'll see, man. I think no matter what. It's definitely going to be one of the most watched games of the year. Um, hopefully, they show us some stuff in the summertime. Mm. Yeah. So I have one more prediction. Um, you know, I just I just looked at the recording time, um, but I do have you know couldn't leave Nintendo out of this man. Can't leave leave the old the old plumber out of this. You know. So <laughs> uh, my prediction for Nintendo for this year is that they're going to finally reveal. Uh, what people were calling the Switch Pro. Um, I think we're finally going to get a look at that this year, and I think that the Legend of Zelda, the new, the Breath of the Wild 2 sequel, or the Breath of the Wild sequel is going to get delayed, and it's going to launch day one with the new system. Reason being, you know, surprise, surprise, guys, I, I, I can almost guarantee you we're still going to have console shortages for, the, for this entire year. Um, based off of everything that's been said by industry analysts and doing a little bit of digging myself on these chip shortages don't expect to find these new consoles just sitting on shelves uh anytime soon i think we're definitely still running into that issue and continue to do that and you know nintendo likes to operate the way they like to make their consoles and operate they like to not sell them at a loss so i don't think nintendo is going to drive up the cost of the whatever the switch pro is super super switch or whatever they call it you know, they're going to try to probably stockpile a bunch of chips and, and parts and stuff to try to make as many of these as they can and then eventually push it out next year. I just don't see it happening this year. I don't I don't see Breath of the Wild 2 coming out this year, whatever it ends up being called. 
Um, we haven't seen anything on the game for like years at this point. I mean, they talked, they said they're going to reveal something this year. I just don't see it coming out this year. And personally, I don't think they're going to want to release it at the frame rate it's probably going to be at. But yeah, I think we're going to get like that upgraded switch a little bit more powerful, maybe 4K sitting in the dock, 1080p undocked, you know, as a handheld. And, you know, they're, they're going to try to bring it a little bit more closer, a little bit closer to modern consoles especially with the Switch or the Steam Deck coming out this year, and, and there's a couple other handhelds that are out now. Um, I think they're going to try to look to gain back a little bit of that market because I think the Steam Deck's going to do game busters. I do. Um, but, yeah, that's my prediction for Nintendo, man. I think we're going to get a new Switch-like device within the next year. So that's what I got for them, man. Can't leave them out, man. You know, we always leave them out. I, I, and respect. We got to get Nintendo up in there. We love you, Nintendo. Yeah, we love you guys, man. I got to switch myself, man. I can't be, I can't do y'all like that, so. Hey, man, and look, stop <laughs> blaming Shaq for the shortages of games, all right? Wait, what? <laughs> stop blaming Shaq, bro. People I'm are st- actually doing that? What? I think it's just a joke. People are just joking. I'm uh, just being... They was like, oh, Shaq keep buying up all the PlayStations and giving them away. That's why we can't get none. Oh, but it was man. jokes. It, was, it wasn't... People nah, were just, yeah, they were just being funny as a meme. Yeah, yeah gotcha. But uh, shout out to Shaq, man. That was um, that was really dope for what he did, man. Yeah. Uh, right here, um, south of Atlanta, down in McDonough, man. Um, I keep forgetting that Shaq stays out here. Like that's funny, but um, he did that for the kids, man. Uh, what was it? A thousand PlayStations and uh, a thousand Nintendo Switches, PlayStation yeah. Five. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, he he got a lot, man. That's dope for him to do that. So he yeah, always man. doing something crazy, man. Shout out to Shaq. So I think we're. This is a good spot to end it, man. I think that that prediction will bring a lot of joy to a lot of people if it comes through. Because I know personally a lot of people waiting for the Nintendo Switch, the new one. If I can get my hands on one, I'm still interested. But I think I bumped the PS5 above the Switch. I think I'm going to try to score a PS5 first, then get this, the Switch. This would be a good year to have one. Last year. If you wanted one, you wanted it just to have it, not for a lot of games. I mean, a lot of games didn't really come out last year for the PS5, but I think this year beyond is a mm-hmm. good time to get them uh, the next gen consoles. So and shout out, shout out to to the homie Blue Satire man. He's always riding for uh, Nintendo man on Twitter. I'm, your tweets do not go on. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he, he's hard for the, the the Switch man. He he don't take no Switch slander man. So. I think what a great episode, man. We we did the thing on this one, man. It's a little hot in here now. I had on all this stuff because <laughs> I was cold, but the the fire. Nah, for sure, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Go ahead and just. I guess we're gonna outro this thing. And yeah, man, we can roll out of here, man. Uh, yeah, man. Thank you guys for listening to episode ninety two, man. The Super Weapon Podcast, man. Eight weeks, eight weeks away, eight episodes away. From that triple digit 100, man. I'm, once again, I just wanted to thank everybody who takes the time to listen to this podcast, man. Whether it's for five minutes, five seconds, or five hours out of your day. Appreciate it no matter what. Uh, before I do, before I give you guys my socials, I do have a small announcement to make. Um, oh. You know, I do have a, a little bit of an, an announcement to make. I will be able to share more details once all the contracts and paperwork to sign because i did sign some ndas and i don't know what i can and can't say so (laughs) uh you know i i was hired on at a new job this week 
within the gaming and content creation industry. Um, I'm due to start on the 17th. I, once again, I'm not sure what I can and can't say, so I'm not going to say the name of the company or anything quite yet. But I just wanted to mention that because, you know, it shouldn't most likely nine times out of 10, it's not going to affect what we're doing over here at Super Weapon and trying to build over here. Um, I just wanted to let you guys know, man, and I'm incredibly excited and blessed. And if anyone is listening from that company that, you know, once again, thank you guys for taking a flyer out on me. And, you know, we're going to we're going to build something really special over there, man. And I, once again, I, once I have more details, I will be more than happy to share them here on the podcast. And your boy is very excited for that. But anyway, you can find me everywhere. Darius the Artist, where the E is a three, baby. DC, take us home. Well, you know, it's not about me today. Let's bask in the celebration <laughs> of my main man, Darius the Artist. Oh, man. And the hardest working guy in showbiz over here, man. Um. <laughs> Through all my my socials, you know, you guys know where to find me. Let's let's let's, you know, we gotta start giving flowers when they're needed, man. And I just want to take this time to give my bro host some kind words, man. Hardest working guy, man. Smartest guy I know. Always busting his ass to get what he wants and get where he needs. He definitely deserves this. The team around him, we're all proud of him, man. You know. We spoke it into existence. It's just been plenty nights of us just oh, man. creating and just basking. And, you know, people think we just come on here and just, you know, shoot the shit, which is kind of the format that we have. But <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of planning goes into this, a lot of pre and post-production. And I'm just glad to see my homie get a job in, in the industry and get a job that he's been seeking for, like, forever and it's just great. I can't wait to see what happens in the future and see where it goes, see where the podcast goes. And man, I, I can't really wait till he can actually talk about it. Like, I'm not going to say anything either. We don't want to get the man fired. No, before- don't want to don't want to get fired before my first day. <laughs> right, but we'll just say big congratulations. So if you see him on Twitter or whatever, just just say congratulations to my guy, man. He's been working hard out here. And that's all I have to say, man. We're out of here. Oh man, such a nice guy, man. Thank you for the kind words, man. And as always, guys, we love y'all around here, man. We appreciate y'all for listening. If you guys are in the stream, if you guys are in the chat, hang around. We're going to play some video games with Buds, man. That's going to be the end of the audio version. Thank you, guys. Have a good night, good afternoon, and good morning. See ya. Bye-bye. There it is.